So there are many ways to cultivate and practice mindfulness. And in this retreat, we will and have shared some through formal practice, meditation, sitting, walking, standing, yoga, an informal practice where you're simply learning to be present moment by moment as you walk and eat and bathe and whatnot. And in the formal practice itself, there are many modes that one can engage in, or styles or attitudes within the practice itself that vary. So yesterday, for example, we were primarily emphasizing a more focused quality of attention to what we call the primary object, the breath, or body sensations, or sounds, but having a place to uh, rest the attention and to, as, as a support for steadying what is normally a very scattered and distracted mind. And so we can continue that mode today where you still are primarily oriented to your primary object, which for many, if not most of you, is the breath, because it's so available, it's changing, it's relatively neutral, and it's a, it's a good reference point for knowing whether you're present or not. The, the other main mode of cultivating mindfulness is where we're less attuned to one specific object as a through line, and we're more developing an open quality of attention, an open quality of awareness, sometimes called open awareness, choiceless awareness, open monitoring, where we are attentive. Basically, we're widening the lens. So we're open and attending to a variety of experience. In the same way that when you're walking, there's more of an open awareness quality in that there's a lot more going on. Right? You may, even if you're still primarily attuned to the feet, to the steps, to the soles of the feet, touching the ground, if that's your primary attention, you're still aware of sights, of sounds, of movement, of space, of light, of all kinds of things. So in the sitting yesterday, even though we were encouraging a more simple and focused attention to one thing, it's not like everything else fades away. It's not like thoughts disappear, emotions disappear, sounds and other sensations disappear. All that's going on. We're just preferencing a particular thing in order to stabilize a certain form of attention and, and continuity of attention, concentration, gathering what's in the tradition called samadhi. It's a gathering and unifying of the, of the mind, of the attention. So today we'll, we'll, we'll start emphasizing and including more dimensions in the instructions for you to attend to in your experience. 
and particularly this this morning, we'll be uh, emphasizing attending not just to the the breath and not just to the body and not just to sounds, but also including our emotional landscape, moods, the climate of the heart, the states of mind that come and go. So from the perspective of mindfulness, nothing is outside the scope of attention or of the practice. Everything is included and welcome. We're just bringing discernment to what we're paying attention to and equally importantly, how we're paying attention. The attitude in which you're meeting that experience, which is partly what I was trying to point to last night. How do you meet this experience right now as you're sitting? Are you curious? Is there openness? Is there some sense of, oh, I know what's going to happen. I've done this yesterday. It's going to be the same today. Is there some assumption, expectation, hope, some resistance, some restlessness, don't really want to be here, kind of fed up already, or I'm so excited, I want to move in, I want to live at Spirit Rock, it's fantastic, I want to just stay here forever and have people cook for me like this, it's great. Right? We have all these different attitudes to meeting this experience. So we want to pay attention to that. As, as, as you're sitting and you're with your breath, how are you with the breath? Is it with interest and welcoming and curiosity? Or is it with boredom and, and disinterest? When pain and discomfort arises in the body, are you meeting that with, oh, look at that, burning, searing, stabbing in my knee. Oh, welcome. Or we're like, oh, God, I hate that. No, I'm going to freak out. I can't stand physical pain. So noticing the attitude in which you're relating to experience. When someone coughs in the room or is rustling a lot or breathing loudly beside you, how do you meet that? Are you blaming and judging that person for ruining your retreat? Or are you just aware, oh, sounds. Oh, it's unpleasant. Oh, I don't like that. Oh, I'm feeling some aversion and some judgment. Right? So we're including you know, the more dimensions of our experience. And in that, as we attend in that way, we're not not just present to what's happening, we're present to how we're relating to it, and we're sowing the seeds of of seeing where we create additional suffering by our reactivity, or whether we can find peace or ease in the midst of experience. We're sowing the seeds for freedom and peace as we attend in this way. So with emotions today, as we expand into, into the feelings and emotional realm and landscapes, we're not looking for emotions, we're not digging for them, we're not trying to make them happen, but we're just present. We're just, we're just noticing from time to time when emotions come. Like right now, if I ask you to pay attention, what are you feeling right now? Just for yourself, just sense into that. What am I, how am I feeling this morning? Hmm, I didn't really know. Mindfulness illuminates that which is usually not that conscious. And many of you might be feeling, might say, well, I'm not feeling much at all. And then my response to that is, well, be more specific. Take a guess. 
I often I'm asking people that I'm retreating, people say, well, not much going on. And I'll say, well, what's going on and not going on? Not much going on. Is it quiet? Is it calm? Is it peaceful? Is it open? Is it relaxed? Is it still? Is it steady? Is it spacious? Is it dull? Right? There's a lot in what we call not much going on. We attend to the strong stuff like anger and fear and anxiety and joy, but not necessarily to these more subtle domains. And when, of course, the emotions come up that are more difficult, which may be plenty for some of you, anxiety, fear, worry, agitation, restlessness, can we also meet that with a kind attention? The more that we can bring in a loving presence with particularly the more painful emotions the more capacity we have to be with them, to hold them, to not get into a fight with them. So we're building our resource capacity. Oh, sadness is like this. It feels like a heaviness in the heart. Anger is hot and tight and and feels, it wants to lash out. So we want to particularly feel these emotions in our body because that's where they're happening, in the throat, in the belly, in the heart, in the solar plexus. How do you know that you're afraid? What physiology tells you? Fluttering of the belly, shortness of breath, coolness of skin, slight contraction. So learning to be present with all of these fluctuating experiences, pleasant, unpleasant, joy, sorrow, concentration, distraction. We're we're learning to abide as awareness, not so lost in the conditions that are constantly coming and going. So sitting together, finding your posture, sitting upright, Relaxed, at ease. And as you close your eyes or lower your gaze, becoming aware of the inner landscape. Just noticing the landscape of the body, the posture, the contact with the earth. Earth sitting on earth. The body in this moment is like this. Tired or energized. 
restless or calm. Mindfulness, as I was saying yesterday, is meeting the conditions of the moment. So in this moment, your body is like this, relaxed, tight, a mix of many things, simply being present to that sensory, physical experience, not needing to fix it, improve it, change it. Simply uh, knowing the body is like this, feeling the body from within. As the Buddha said, knowing the body in the body. Sensing areas of tension in the body. Sometimes the simple recognition of the holding pattern can allow it to soften and release. Sometimes the tension endures and we're aware, oh, tension is like this, holding is like this. Noticing the attitude in which you're meeting the experience of your body. Is there an intimacy? Is there a disdain? Is there a not quite wanting to be in this body, in this sensation? Is there a mild aversion? Is there a grasping onto the pleasant experience? Again, without judgment, simply noticing the body is like this, sensation is like this, my relationship to it is like this. And in that awareness of body, we also include awareness of breath. That simple organic movement of life, breathing itself. No need to control or change. Simply receiving the sensations of breath. forth this quality of beginner's mind as if you've never felt a single breath before. What a miracle. Life breathing in, breathing out. Staying present during the pause, if it's a long pause, feeling the body in stillness until the next inhale.
sitting and aware of sitting, breathing and aware of breathing. And it may be helpful to continue having an anchor as we did yesterday, somewhere that you can always return to when there's nothing else much going on or nothing calling the attention, you return to the simplicity of breath or the simplicity of the body sitting. And at the same time, we're also aware and attentive of other passing experience, aware of sounds that appear and disappear human sounds, nature sounds, aware of the silence between sounds. Noticing how when we open awareness to sounds it can bring in a quality of receptivity. spaciousness. And expanding the field of awareness to also notice If there's any emotions here, any emotions coming and going, often triggered by thought, by sensation, by memory, arising in the body. So right now, sensing, being curious, What emotion is present as I'm sitting? Maybe subtle, like calm, peace, ease, contentment, sweetness, joy. Maybe it's boredom, flatness, dullness. Maybe a subtle anxiety or fear, restlessness, longing, jealousy, sadness. Can you welcome this experience too? No need to do anything about it. Simply feel it, be aware of it. Notice where it's felt in the body. Notice what thoughts it triggers. And notice like everything, it's impermanence. Arises, stays around for a little or a little bit and fades. And if there's no particular emotion that's present, we simply continue 
abiding with mindfulness of body, mindfulness of breath, aware of sounds, and attentive also to when thoughts and images arise, lure our attention, seemingly taking us from this physical sensory moment Understanding the naturalness of that. And then releasing the thoughts. Recognizing, oh, thinking's happening. Releasing and returning to the body, to the breath, to this feeling, this sound. And in doing so, establishing a Continuity of attention, moment by moment.
as you're sitting, balancing energy and attention. If you feel like you're too relaxed but leading to spacing out, you may need to bring a little more effort, bring attention a little closer to experience. If you find yourself getting a little tight, tense, strained, maybe there's too much effort, too much struggle. And so to emphasize more the relaxation, spaciousness, sounds, So our attention is relaxed and alert. And in these last few minutes of the sitting, see what happens if you let go of any struggle or striving and simply notice how awareness is always present to something. In the relaxation, many experiences are known. Sitting, sensing, breathing, hearing, feeling. As we bring this period of meditation to a close, I'm going to invite you, you don't have to in this moment, but I'm going to invite you when you're ready to end the meditation by slowly opening your eyes and be aware of seeing, mindfulness of seeing, in the same way that we're mindful of hearing, mindful of feeling, mindful of touching. We can be aware when we're seeing. And the support for that is being a little settled back in ourselves, a little settled back in awareness, as it were. And we're simply receiving color, light, form, shape. And then, of course, the perceptual process happens, naming, labeling, liking, not liking, So we establish or we start, start to develop a continuity of attention where there's less division between the formal sitting meditation and post-meditation, opening the eyes, stretching. Soon we'll be standing, walking. So we're just developing a continuity of attention.
and also seeing the naturalness of it. You don't have to make a lot of effort to be aware. You don't have to make a lot of effort to hear my words. You don't have to make a lot of effort to see. We mostly apply effort to bring our attention back from whatever world it's lost in. Thinking, planning, fantasy. So are there any questions this morning about your practice, about the sitting, the walking, standing, silence, anything that's coming up in your experience that's maybe unclear or challenging or you'd like some clarity about? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so the questions about emotions and often not knowing what it is, feeling something but not being clear, and that's often the case. You know, uh, especially when we're tracking emotions in the body, we feel a certain sensation, and it's like, oh. Something, I'm feeling something. I don't know if it's sadness, maybe it's melancholy, I don't know, come a little kind of low. Or and it's, it's enough just to know that something's there. And, you know, it can, I, I like to guess. If, if I said to you, what would be your first guess? You're probably on, in, the, in the ballpark. Um, so what's important is we, just, is we are feeling and sensing something and sometimes the labeling helps actually illuminate, oh it's, oh, it's not melancholy, it's actually, I'm just feeling deficient. Oh, right, I'm feeling a little like, not really good at this practice. Oh, that's what's going, okay. And again, nothing to do with it, but simply to notice it, allow it, feel it. Notice it comes and goes. Yeah. And it takes practice. You know, I was talking to someone in the group yesterday. You know, many of us are not so familiar about tracking our emotions. We're used to thinking about our emotions. I worked as a therapist for 15 years and it was a lot of work to try and get clients to feel their emotions. What are you feeling? Well, I think I'm sort of, you know, really annoyed about that thing that just happened. You so say, what do you feel about it? Well, I think it's really stupid. Uh-huh. And how, what do you feel about it? Well, I don't know. But they shouldn't have done that. <laughs> uh-huh. And how do you feel about that? I don't care. <laughs> So it takes some time to, to become, you know, especially sensing the body. Yes, questions? Yes. Right, so the question about with that meditation, instruction on emotion, are we focusing on the most of the time? Uh, <coughs> mostly not. You know, the, the, I think our predominant experience is physical, so sensations of the body, breath, right? And so they're, they're more the resting place for the attention. You know, and, and emotions, you know, like, like clouds, they come and go. So we feel them when they're present, Sometimes it's a storm, sometimes it's a mist. And then when they sort of fade, when there's nothing much happening, we come back to the breath or the body. 
Same with sounds. You know, we notice the birds or some rustling, fades away, silence, come back to the breath. Yeah. Notice thoughts, we get lost in a whole story about our life. You know, we notice that or it fades, we come back to the body and breath. So, so there's a place for having a refuge or a you know, home base um, that's always available, right? The body's always available to feel, to notice. The breath's always available to notice, to feel. So I think that's a really useful domain to, you know, to gravitate towards. And then to notice these, these more uh, fleeting appearances. I mean, sometimes the emotions stay around for a while, but they're still more fleeting than the sense of the body. So the comments about trying to again tracking emotion and feeling suggestible and whatever thoughts she would have that she was guessing or thinking she might be feeling, then that emotion would be felt. Well, maybe your mind was right, (laughs) and I I would imagine it probably was. You know, I mean, you could play with that and just you know, you know, come up with ten emotions and see if you can feel them in a genuine way. And I doubt you. You know, if I said to you. Jealousy. Okay. Can you find that in the body right now? Well, if I think of course, yes, of course. But if you, if I just if just pointing to the immediate experience right now, like terror, right? So I, I would tend to trust that the mind has some, you know, we're we're not, we're we're not we're attuned to some degree, right? So so we have some sense of what's happening, and um, yeah. You know, and then and then so the so the the label happens. You feel it, and you can also s- just ask. You know, well, what else is here? Right. Just see, just stay curious. Yeah. You know, it's 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 a skill that we're learning. You know. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So you're talking about the realm of emotion? Yeah, like, like yes, what you were saying as a therapist, that somebody would come in and say, well, this annoys me. Mm-hmm. Why does it annoy you? Mm-hmm. What's underneath that? You know, right. That it, it takes effort to understand sometimes yeah. what's yeah. underneath. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, so the question is about balancing, you know, maybe effort, non-effort, or doing and non-doing, in especially in, in regards to emotion. And, for example, trying to understand perhaps the emotion or what might be underlying an emotion um, that seems to take a certain effort. Um, and that's true, you know. So, as I was mentioning, I think yesterday in my talk, or maybe today, I can't remember now that practice is a balance of 
effort, non-effort, doing, non-doing, and we apply different modes at different times, right? So, but definitely within mindfulness, there we, there's a quality of curiosity or investigation that's not mental analysis, but curiosity is a little uh, leaning into and being curious, you know, so this, maybe you have this wave of strong physical something in your chest, and, and the, the orientation within the mindful awareness is, what is this? What is this? Oh, it's kind of heavy, and it's, and, it's, and it's tight, and, it's, um, and it has a tone of, of something. Right? So that does, acquire, that does require a little effort. It's very subtle. It's just, it's just, it's just a, a, a leaning of curiosity in the attention. So... Um, uh, and we just just being watchful, not getting into a lot of story about it. But often this, it's very helpful, especially with thought. You know, Diana's going to talk a little later this morning about thought. When we're there's a lot of you know we're getting caught in a long argument or incessive compulsive thought train about something. Helpful to ask, oh, what's what's going on here? What am I feeling about this? Because usually the feeling, the emotions, driving the the thoughts and the the compulsion. Right? So so. With the practice, it's definitely not passive, right? We're, we're, we're constantly adjusting you know, our energy. If we're dull, we might open the eyes. If we're really restless, we might emphasize the out-breath, right? So there's a, there is an attunement and a responsiveness that arises out of awareness and the clear seeing. So the question's about you know, being with what is versus um, you know, responding appropriately. Right? So in this case, day two, and she's feeling incredibly restless and fidgety. And does she stay still, or does she go with the flow of the restlessness and move? Um, that's always a judgment call. And it's, I think of practice as an experiment. You try different modes. Okay, I'm going to sit still in the middle of the restlessness, even though I'm every cell in my body screaming, get the hell out of here. And for some reason you choose, okay, I'm just going to see what it's like to stay in the, it's like sitting in the fire. Right? And the, but restlessness can burn sometimes, it's so intense. And awareness, this mindful attention we're cultivating, has the capacity to be with anything and everything, including intense restlessness. And you might find if I just, just sit in the middle of it, awareness can hold that, and at some point the restlessness will shift, because everything shifts. Or you find you do that, and it just massively exacerbates the restlessness, because it feels like a straitjacket on a bundle of energy that wants to move, and so you decide to move. You change posture, you stand up. 
it's so you're feeling so much restless, you feel like you need to walk, so you walk outside, you do some walking meditation, you're still restless, you need so much energy, so maybe you walk up the hill to get some, just to kind of burn some of that energy off, or you take a long walk down to the dining room and back. Right? So it's, the mindfulness is in service of understanding and wise action, right? And there's no one way. Right? Sometimes to sit still in the middle of it is perfectly the appropriate response. Other times it's appropriate to move. Right? So, we're, so we're, we're attending, we're listening, and we're responding. Right? And there's, so what, what I'll say to you might be completely opposite to somebody else. Right? And, and it might change the next day. So um, generally with spaciousness, with restlessness, you know, to, to, to know it's not going to last to know that sometimes it comes from trying to force ourselves too tight, making too much effort, trying to force ourselves to be still when that, that's not actually where we are. So relaxing the container, opening the eyes, being aware of space in the room, and allowing whatever allows some calm into the system, f- feeling the, 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 the out-breath, taking a longer exhale, right? feeling the stillness of the earth. Right? There are many things that support balancing the restlessness. Restlessness is an imbalance of energy. It's not wrong, but we want to come back to something that's more manageable. So, so for you and for all of us, practice is—it's an experiment, learning what works, what doesn't work. Sitting still drives me mad. So, okay, that's not the right response right now. Might be tomorrow. What's appropriate now? Maybe after this meditation, you take a long, vigorous walk just to move that energy. And then when you come and sit back, you're like, oh, I feel really relaxed. Or more agitated. <laughs> you go, okay, well, that didn't work. Let's see what else is here. You know? And then also, as I've been emphasizing, the attitude, how are you meeting that? If you're judging it, it's going to get worse. If you're contracting around it, it's going to get worse. If you're comparing yourself to everybody being still, it's going to get worse. Can we bring kindness to whatever difficulty we're in like, oh, restlessness. Restlessness is hard to be with. Like anxiety, hard to be with. The nature of it is, right? Okay, can I be compassionate? Oh, yeah, this is hard. This sucks. I don't like this. Okay, what do I need right now? Oh, I need to lie down on the earth. I don't know what it is. You listen and you attune. And know it will pass. Okay, so um, some. Th- uh, logistics today. So the schedule, as you noticed, has changed a little bit. Well, the schedule's mostly the same, but some of the the order we're doing things. So this morning, we're alternating between sitting and walking, and during the walking periods, the first walking period, there will be uh, walking and groups. So if you haven't if you weren't in a group yesterday, please check the board today, see see when and where your group is. Uh, we'll have groups at 9.45 walking period and then 11.15 walking period. Um, we'll have yoga the same time, again, 11.15 and 3. And again, the, the morning yoga folks will be this group and the afternoon yoga will be these folks. Is that the way we did it? I think so. Um, and, you t- and, and to prioritize your, 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 med- your group, your meditation group. Um, so... For those of you, uh, for this side would be the 11.15. If you have a group with one of the three teachers, prioritize the group and go to the yoga in the afternoon. Okay. And then the rest of the schedule is the same. We'll have a loving-kindness guided meditation at 3.45. At 4.30, we'll have 
um, um, some closing announcements. Um, even though we're not ending the retreat, we just some of the logistics have to be talked about the day before we leave. Um, so the managers and we will be sharing some things. So we ask that everybody attend that 4.30 uh, period after the loving-kindness practice. Um, so, so we're in day two, as you mentioned. And um, so you've been here for a little while. And um, you're, you know, you're building up this continuity of attention, mindfulness, awareness. And um, the more that you're here, the more that you give yourself to this practice and this day, the more that you will uh, receive the fruit of it. So really make the most of this. It's a very precious time. You have a, a whole 24 hours left and a whole full day of practice of sitting, walking, silence, nature, stillness. And so in the walking, to continue the instructions that we, that we talked about uh, here this morning, and to also include awareness of your emotions as you're walking. A bird flies by and you feel this fluttering of delight. You know, or you see something dead on the trail and you feel sadness. And then just to be aware of the coming and going of emotions. And I want to read, close with this reading from Wendell Berry. Who writes, And the world cannot be discovered by a journey of miles, no matter how long, but only by a spiritual journey, a journey of one inch very arduous, humbling, and joyful, by which we arrive at the ground at our feet and learn to be at home. So as you're doing your walking practice, each step is a complete journey. Can I just be with this moment? Not all the other steps, not all this whole day of walking, just this moment, this beautiful act of placing my foot on the ground. It's a sacred act. Each inhale, sacred act. Each thing you do, a beautiful opportunity to being here, being present, waking up. So enjoy your practice. Thank you. I just need to see James Lee for one second. <laughs>